most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio. Your real talk your real 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Check out SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon link to support The Green Room. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green. All right, everyone. Welcome to the program. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. I'm your host for the evening. Uh, Sean Green, feel free to give us a call at any point, 323-203-0815, doing it live here with my main man, Logan Lystico. Logan, thanks for being on yo, the Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> I love how, uh, Logan, you're really on an urban trip on your intros. I like that, though. I appreciate that. It's and, Black uh, History Month. All right, we'll get to that. And uh, we also have this man, he doesn't, um, he doesn't embody Black History Month at all. Well, he enjoys hip-hop and reggae, which I... Our Afric-centric uh, rhythms. Uh, <laughs> welcome on, comedian and uh, friend, Adam Jacobs. Adam, thanks for being on the program, man. Oh, no problem, man. It's going to be a good time. Yes, it is going to be a good time. And you know why it's going to be a good time? Because the other guests uh, that I booked here decided that, uh, you know, they weren't going to come to the show. Here's the thing. All right, I booked uh, Carrie Ann Panici, and I'm not going to bother learning the correct way to pronounce that because I don't care. She's this uh, skank on uh, celebrity rehab and uh, sex <laughs> rehab. Well, I mean, that's her, that's her, literally, professional skank is, uh, if you look on IMDb, that's how she's listed as, that's her professional credit. Now, I'm not one to crap on her, like, I definitely, hey, you know, you want to talk about uh, meth and your sex video? Hey, be glad to have you on the program, but I wasn't, I wasn't counting on her that much to, uh, to be on the show. I mean, obviously, her flaking out, when you get kicked out of celebrity rehab, the chances for you showing up to a green room interview, I realize they're slim to none, but I'm still going to go out on that limb. I should have, uh... I mean, what obviously tipped me off that something was awry was when she agreed to do the, <laughs> to do the, do the, the, uh, the interview. Uh, the email was dated at like 4:30 a.m. <laughs> so, God knows, God knows what she's been into. But uh, you know, you get kicked. She got kicked out of um, sex rehab because she was on too many drugs. So that parlayed a spot into into uh, drug rehab. So I, I mean, that's literally her showbiz credits: sex rehab, drug rehab. Um, and she also put out some some piece of crap song that I told her I was gonna promote. Uh, here's a here's a little sample of it in case in case you haven't heard. I mean, it's god damn it, it's catchy. That's the most annoying part. I listened to this and it's been stuck what can in my I head. Buy it sounds like a sounds like I'm selling me something. Is she saying Tiger in me? Yeah. The, this is the gimmick of her thing was, uh, you know, she had a sex video. She was in the tub, so her music video surrounds her hanging out with a uh, a stuffed tiger, like, you know, alluding to the idea that it's going to be so hot to uh, have a threesome with Tiger Woods. Who are you appealing to? Me? Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I want to share you with this sex addict Tiger Woods who's much more famous and, judging from his resume, much better at having sex. Like, yeah, that's going to be so hot. Oh. And hey, I'm all for publicity gimmicks, but come on, if you're gonna release the Tiger Woods sex linking video, do it, you know, a week after the scandal broke. Tiger makes three. I'm a very bad girl and I'm 
Can you imagine like the methed out conversation she had with the producer when they were coming up with the song? Like, yeah, okay, so we just get in there. We got a Tiger Woods. He's got a lot of buzz. He's addicted to sex. You're addicted to sex. Let's make it happen. Cause damn it, it's catchy. <laughs> at least bang Tiger. Uh, you know, at least bang a little bit of song out. Yeah. She uh. Some more, some more. No, it's it's not my fa- yeah, it's yeah. It's my fantasy is to hook up with a hot chick who's a bad girl, but not a bad girl. <laughs> no, no guy's fantasy out there is well. First off, dream come true would be a wobbly H with Mr. Tiger Woods. Like that's <laughs> first up on my list. Like you know, you put me. Oh, obviously. Oh yeah, the, the hot chick. Yeah, that'd be a nice touch. But Tiger Woods. You know when Book they ends. say. When they see Dream Foursome with Tiger Woods, it's playing golf. It's not fucking some coked-out skank, for Christ's sake. Sorry, I'm a little fired up. No one bails on the green room without suffering consequences. Um, well, I figure... Uh, <laughs> Logan, do you want to uh, pretend uh, you're Carrie Ann and I can ask you some questions? Uh, sure. All right. <clears throat> well, I figure, like, I wrote some questions out. I may as well still... Hey, Sean. <laughs> Oh, hey, Carrie. Oh, my Ooh, goodness. Carrie, you're looking so, pretty good tonight. I realize as a sex addict, it's really hard to be in the same room with Logan, Adam Jacobs, and myself. How are you able to handle yourself? Oh, my God. Logan just makes me so wet. But I... <laughs> okay. It's okay. I've, I'm composed for this interview. Now, you're not you're not going to relapse because you're, you're hanging out with such hot dudes. I'm, you know, I'm a little worried about that. Um, <laughs> I would like to ask you, uh, you... You were uh, dating Nick Carter for a while, and then you became engaged for five days in Las Vegas to his brother, Aaron Carter. Was that weird? Uh, Was that a weird thing, sharing brothers like that? Well, I just started to say, you and me and Aaron Carter makes three. Man, I can't hold that voice (laughs) too long. (laughs) All right. Well... Uh, I don't think anyone really cares how Logan will answer the Oregon Beauty Queen <laughs> yeah, questions I prepared. Uh, wait, can we go back to this? Herbie, I didn't know she was engaged to her, his brother. Do you think that she was just all jacked up on some drugs and like they were like, all right, let's just do this. You go in there and say you're me, and then just bang her for a couple of days, and that probably, that's probably what happened. I have no weird. idea. I'm not. I'm not an expert on um, <laughs> marriage proposals in Las Vegas. Uh, that's uh, not. Um, that's unlike uh, uh, unlike some people in the room. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like. I mean, that's pretty weird, sharing a, a chick with your brother. I don't know. Very weird. I mean, yeah, if it's just some random chick, you know, that's one thing. But Oh, and uh, actually, a listener or someone someone that I know, they emailed uh, They actually emailed a question in for Carrie Ann. Uh, I, had, I heard you're having Carrie Ann on, who is the worst person ever. Will you please ask her why she is an entitled bitch? Thanks. Looking forward to hearing her storm off your show. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I put it out there that I would reschedule with her for next week. I'm guessing she's not going to listen to the program. That's the great part. We can totally trash her tonight, and then hey, if she shows up next week, I'm still down for the interview. And I'll still kiss yeah. her ass, man. This is show business, all right? <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes, man. Plus, she's a hot chick. It's and like, I'll, and I'll still do the same uh, sex rehab jokes about uh, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> how, can, how are you even in the same room with Logan? <laughs> Oh man. Well, I uh I recently went wine tasting. It was actually this weekend and uh did a little wine tasting. You know, I'm a high flute. I know everyone Sean, you seem like a whiskey and beer guy. You're a real man. Well I I know, I I know that's true. But I enjoy a nice glass of Merlot from time to time. And I'm not above uh getting drunk off wine. 
And, uh, you know, I was the guy, like, uh, you know, getting drunk on the on the bus. Like, it was one of those, like, big trans bridge buses, so you could kind of, like, you know, stand up. And I, I was getting real liquored up. It was a great time. But uh, in my in my wine-induced haze, I kept mentioning to people, like, that grape-stomping video. It's a YouTube viral classic. It's in the YouTube Hall of Fame. One of the funniest and I was, I was put off. I was dismayed that some people had no idea what I was talking about. So for those people... It, just as a public service, and I feel like I have to play this video. These buckets are filled with grapes. Okay, just so you know, it's a uh, little news segment. A woman is out there, uh, you know, soaking in some random winery, and you know, a little travel segment, and she's uh, stomping grapes with the woman who runs the winery. What kind of grapes? These are filled with Chamberson grapes, and the winner this Saturday, who's stomping music, eating international foods, having wine tours and tastings, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun, a whole day. Stop. When, oh, wait, first off, real quick, when anyone says it's going to be a whole day and they sell you on the idea of it's a whole day, it's always a really crappy day. Like, <laughs> yeah, getting drunk off wine is awesome. Yeah, I'll, I sign up for that. The funniest is when you go to these wineries and you're getting really liquored up and then the guy who's like, this, this is his entire life work, and he's like trying to explain to you, like, okay, you got to volatize the esters. And I'm like, Where, where's the Cabernet slam? Where's the Merlot slam? <laughs> Feel bad for that gentleman, they, but they always try and sell you on wine too. Like after you're hammered, time, like you sure you want to bring a couple home? I am hammered. I need no more wine. Yeah, exactly. You're not looking to soak up, like you know, tasty <laughs> wine. But all right, here you go. Oh, it gets it never is not funny. It's and never she, not funny. She fell off of like a. Eight foot barrel. That yeah, she was the, the, a bunch of this little plastic tub is up on a you know couple foot uh, little plateau yeah, I there. Say eight feet. I think total maybe six feet. Right, right. We don't need to shit on Logan's point. You know, eight feet was a rough <laughs> estimate, but she fell off of it and uh, ends up breaking her ribs. But oh man, the, the best part is like on YouTube. You know, they show all the suggested videos. It's like, oh hey, you think it's funny when people get hurt? Check out these videos, and you're like, you're so right, YouTube. You're so right. <laughs> 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 the best is the after the the guy the camera guy has no idea what to point to, so he's just like, you know, like the, twirling his head around, <laughs> trying to focus on like random trees in the background, because he doesn't want to show this poor reporter like riding around in pain with a broken rib. <laughs> this is a live broadcast. Oh, yeah. I think she's actually hurt. No, oh, yeah. I see, this she's is actually hurt. No. Okay, now now they cut back to the. Uh, the two people in studio, and this is their reaction. Oh, oh boy, dear. I think she's actually hurt. No, yeah. I think she is. Yeah, she's Ouch. hurt. She took a hard Ouch. fall off there. Okay. Gosh, I hope she's okay. Gosh, I hope okay. She's okay. Mm. We're going to make sure she we'll is. Try and check on her. And <laughs> so they're still kind of laughing, like, oh, <laughs> we're going to make sure she's okay. Get behind me as soon as we can. We'll be back mm. right after this. It's <laughs> probably why they didn't cut back immediately, you know? They stayed on them for a while, probably because the. They probably wanted to get the anchors ready, so. like, okay, um, <laughs> stop it. Stop. Jim, you're rolling around on the floor. Take your lav mic off, all right? Control yourself. You're a professional broadcaster, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I'd be stomping the floor. I'd be like, my eyes would just be streaming out tears. <laughs> I was doing that. I don't even know the chick. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, like we said, this is Hall of Fame. I was annoyed because I, I kept trying to cite this grape stomping video. You know, I'm, I'm being, like, real charming and stuff and, like, making great conversation. What, what was the age, like, range on that bus? Was it, like, people our age or people? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's, it was a mostly younger crowd. Uh, there were some older people, but, you know, they know how to party. So, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was trying to be uh, charming, doing my best. Because my mom doesn't know how to use YouTube at all. 
So if they're anywhere near. That's what I was saying. Like these people, they were, you know, San Francisco area. They're supposed to be web savvy. And I, I don't know. I was just maybe, maybe there were only like two or three people who hadn't heard the video. But in my mind, this is like why they created the internet. Like as soon as they had the internet, you see, okay, you watch Bub Rub video, you watch Leprechaun, you watch the Grape Stomping video. That is why this is entertainment. This is quality. This is what's wrong with entertainment also. Like, who wants to sit through a 20-minute sitcom? You get the same amount of laughs as a <laughs> in an episode of Grey's Anatomy than that one minute, 20 second of a woman breaking her ribs. That's comedy, people. That is hilarious. How am I ever supposed to beat that as an entertainer? It's almost kind of... It's kind of disheartening. I gotta be honest. I'll take that over the Big Bang Theory any day. Exactly. Two and a half man. Some nerds who are like, "Hey, we're we're nerds because we have glasses." Like, I know a good-looking guy when I see him. These guys are good-looking. <laughs> Big Bang Theory, they'd be cleaning up. All right, I, yeah. you act like I'm an idiot and don't understand how it works. <laughs> they be these guys be crushing it. That one guy was on Roseanne. He, he's crushing just on those Roseanne. Residuals. Yeah, and especially now, like you know, the whole thing is, I, I don't know. You know, now, now, like being a nerd is sexy. Like, oh, I, I program computers. Back when I programmed computers, when I was 12 and 13 years old, <laughs> there was no action in it. All right. <laughs> when I asked my parents to get me a 56.6K modem when I was 11 years old, there was no action in that. No one was impressed by my downloading. When I was accessing bulletin board systems and and getting uh, books on. Uh, visual basic computer program there was nothing in it so i gave up on computer programming i was like you know what it's pointless i can't meet chicks with this i'm gonna try to be funny and charming little do i know now that now it's all come together and now you know these jos who were like oh i created twitter i could have created twitter but i gave up on it to pursue this stupid dream of comedy where is that guy yeah they're a bunch of jos jos all right well, speaking of JOs, uh, I can't describe the amount the amount of pleasure I got when I when I found out about this. You know, it's rare. It's rare when I get excited about a commercial, and uh, <clears throat> especially this is especially Adam. You're a Washington Redskins fan, so yeah. uh, who's who's one of your least favorite teams? Oh, easily the Cow- Cowboys. Right, easily the Dallas Cowboys. As as an Eagles fan, I have that same hatred for the Dallas Cowboys. So you can imagine the joy. Pure joy in my heart. You know, as an Eagles fan, obviously they haven't won a Super Bowl ever, so, you know, you have to find little things. Not necessarily of your team doing well, but of other teams. Like when Joe Theismann broke his leg. That made me really happy. I won't have a Super Bowl. Or when Michael Irvin, uh, you know, messed up his spine and the Eagles' safety basically made him retire. That was a proud day in my day. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the kind of joy I hang on to. So, I can say with great pleasure that... Uh, I experienced a similar amount of joy when I saw this, or rather heard this, commercial. I'm Jimmy Johnson, and I recently became the spokesperson for Extend. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, and this is, all right, I understand, I understand the commercial actor that they're walking around like, you know, he's trying to make a living in acting. Okay, I'll take the $500. I'll do the Extends gig. Here, Jimmy Johnson. He has, he has incredible hair. He has incredible wealth. He has Super Bowl rings. He was at the University of Miami that won him national championships. And now he's pitching Extends. The number one male enhancement tablet. Even though I'm the winner of four collegiate and professional football championships <laughs> and have a sports casting career, I've been surprised at the one big question. Like, who's who's impressed? Oh, he has a sports casting career, Ooh, too? By the Ooh. way, why didn't he mention Super Bowls? He did. Well, he said uh, four... 
t- total college and wait, NFL Wait, wait, let's go over oh, his resume oh, once oh, again, guys. Championships and have a sport of four collegiate and professional football championships. Oh, oh, yeah. Four collegiate and and professional. Doesn't that even that doesn't that almost at a point like hurt your credibility? Like why are wait why are you doing this? Like yeah. is Jimmy Johnson addicted to coke for some reason? Yeah, like he has, what does he, he, has he do? That meth or sex sex addiction? Is he wait is that Carrie Ann? <laughs> no no no. <laughs> and have a sports casting career. I've been surprised at the one big question guys ask me these days. Does extends really work? <laughs> That's These guys walking up no, the wait. street. <laughs> this premise is so retarded. All right, so, okay, uh, yeah, the number one thing guys are coming up and asking him, it, does extends really work? Wait, why would I know? I'm not. This is before he became the before spokesman for extends. <laughs> not like, oh, hey, what was it like to coach uh, Troy Aikman, Michael Irving, and Emmett Smith on the same team? But first, get to the question that everyone wants to know. Does it work? Hey, Can you Jimmy. believe? And then I, I, I'm really sorry. I have to ask. Are you Jimmy Johnson? <laughs> yes. Oh my God! I've always wanted to ask you this. So does male enhancement really work? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's literally the scenario we're supposed to made to believe. Days. Does extends really work? Can you believe it? So here's my answer. It works for me, and since extends has sold over a billion tablets to me. Just what I always thought. All the Cowboys. Everyone associated with the Cowboys. You know, they're, they're not packing heat. Tiny dicks. I'm thinking exactly. it works for them, too. Most men want to perform the best they can in just about everything. Isn't that why we buy the biggest and best of everything? So if you want that maximum <laughs> performance edge every day, I say go long with Extend. <laughs> go long with Extend. <laughs> the worst is it shows, it shows Jimmy Johnson, like, picking up a football and, like, throwing it. And it's uh. so annoying when they do these uh, NFL commercials and, uh, you know, like, they, because they obviously, they obviously no, no yeah. NFL team or the NFL wouldn't associate it with a product like Extends. So it's just all these guys in, like, random blue jerseys. <laughs> like, doesn't that just point out that, like, oh, wait, no actual corporation or team would associate with this product? But, oh, I'm just this, I'm this, uh, you know, lug head of a guy with a small penis. Whatever you say, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> I do. If you call now, we'll send you a week supply of Extends absolutely free. All you pay for is the postage stamp. And we'll also send you an invitation to have dinner with Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> oh, man. Can so you, you, so you can show him your big dick. What, what the fuck kind of weirdo is Jimmy Johnson? He's like, okay, I want... No, no. I, I want the pick of the litter of guys with big dicks. How can I put this together? Now, can you imagine Imagine how insanely creepy this dinner is? Uh, all it is is extends, extends customers and Jimmy Johnson at this, like, somewhat gardener. They all know why they're there, Johnson too. At you know? an upcoming extends dinner event. Dinner- all right, so that means upcoming extends dinner event. That means they have more than one dinner event. That means there's someone who's a social chair of the extends. Okay, <laughs> all right, guys, uh, what are we going to be? Uh, relief- He's a party planner. He's a party planner. Relief for Haiti? No, uh, another extends dinner event, guys. Like, what do you go up and like? Uh, they have like different like guys coming up and telling the testimonials. Like, yeah, you know, my wife left me, but uh, thanks to extends, I got her back, and I went long, Jimmy, huh? This is we a bunch of guys showing before and after pictures of their wang. <laughs> Who wants to eat after that? Oh, could you just imagine the people that are at this dinner event? And then poor, I mean. Screw Jimmy Johnson. He, he he's buying into this, but can you imagine just all these like creeped out dudes and they're all probably all dressed up. There's probably no women there. Can you no. imagine? Hey, honey, I'm taking you to this uh, <laughs> this banquet. It's a banquet. You better wear your honey nice dress. Banquet. <laughs> honey, great news. Great news. I just scored 
two tickets to an exclusive once-in-a-lifetime dinner event with Jimmy Johnson. You're from Texas, right? Don't you want to go? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. That's probably all it is is just like a giant extends banner in like the lobby of like a ho- Holiday Inn or something. Oh, that's for sure all it is. With Jimmy and a free week supply of extends, all for the cost of a postage stamp. Call now. Wow, forty-four. Wow, cents. man. But yeah, that really, that really was one of the things that uh, made my day this week. <laughs> really, really, just uh, really, you know, it made me feel good. It made me feel good. I, I love it. That someone as of Jimmy Johnson's stature has has just fallen so so low, so low that uh, you know. He's willing to take, willing to take anything like, hey, I, you know, sell cigarettes, sell liquor, but have some pride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I uh, don't know. The day after, morning after pill, something. Exactly. Something cool. Speaking of sports, you guys been watching the Olympics? Loving it. What? Oh, uh, yeah. you been enjoying it, Adam? Yeah, I watched the uh, Sean White kick ass last night. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. They and he like cursed and stuff. Then yeah, that NBC. Was great. That was great. I was trying to pull the audio for that, but. You know, NBC's super uh, protective over. I mean, I guess it makes sense. They, you know, they pay so much for the Olympics. They lose money on the Olympics. They already lost enough money uh, jerking off Jay Leno and that whole oh, that whole situation. So, yeah, they, they, they I couldn't find uh, the audio to pull it all, but <clears throat> yeah, Sean White had a good uh, run. Um, Lindsey Vaughn won a gold medal in the women's super downhill. Hot. Yeah, she's real hot, and unfortunately, um, she's married. So that's really it's really a huge turnoff. Eh. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like over 50% divorce rate. So let's just hope for that. Right, and especially professional athlete, you know how they are. Oh, she's around. No, she's not gonna. She's, she's not. Gonna. She's a snowbody. She's a hot snowbody. You know what I mean? Well, it does. It does make you think. What kind of uh, these chicks? They go in 90 miles an hour down these downhill events. You know, they when they trip, they just get like smashed up. Like oh, there were a couple brutal falls last night. It's. I, I mean, the, as hot as that chick is, it, in some way, seeing a chick, you know. Go 90 miles an hour on skis. That's kind of intimidating. Very. You know, because as a guy, you know, you want to be in charge. You want to be like the <laughs> alpha male in the relationship. Well, obviously, you should be the male and an alpha in the relationship. But, you know, like, and then this chick has no fear. Like, what, you know, you know, how, how do you impress her? That's what I'm getting at. Like, oh, hey, honey, I... I had, I had a nice uh, seven-minute set down at the improv. Yeah, I just went uh, 90 miles headfirst into, a, into a, a tree. I just want a gold medal. Right. I almost shattered my ribs going down the downhill uh, for my country. I don't know if you caught that. Can you imagine going on a uh, a vacation with her, like a ski trip? <laughs> She'd always be waiting at the bottom forever. Yeah. <laughs> Logan's up there just doing the just pie doing crust the, the entire way down. She's lapping you on the mountain. I don't like. I get the um, the cowbell for some of it, but there. If you listen to these Olympic broadcasts, there are guys ringing the cowbell the entire thing. Like they don't take any break from the cowbell. Like the people are just sitting around uh, checking out the scores, and the guys just furiously ringing the cowbell. <laughs> At some point, take a break from the cowbell. Well, it, it was, he, he probably does take a break, but the guy next to him just pulls up. Oh, my turn! And this is always a continuous one guy doing cowbell. Who are who are these guys? Who are these guys? And their cowbells. Yep, I'm going to the Olympics. I packed my I packed my mittens, my snow pants, my jacket, and my cowbell, and I'm gonna ring it constantly. And you know, you know, these are the type of guys that are just gonna quote that uh, Will Ferrell skit the entire time. Like, what do we need, man? That's right, more cowbell. cowbell. Yeah, you know they're saying that. <laughs> We're so clever. 
they're, they're the idiots who are standing at the bottom of a mountain freezing their balls off to watch a guy like they, they see the last tenth of the race. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's so dumb. I would, I'd much rather be in like the ice ice hockey arena and be a nice comfortable seat indoors. Right. I was surprised watching the uh, snowboarding prelims, watching these guys that you know the snowboarding half pipe that that wasn't packed out because you could get a good view the entire the, time. The entire thing, yeah. Whereas the the downhill slalom, which was packed, all you see is like you said, the last hundred yards or whatever. And yeah, I mean, I guess if they crash, it's cool to see them almost die and roll <laughs> down the thing. That's okay. You got me on that. Um, but basically, you're just watching the you know digital readout of the yeah. score, and you're like, oh, that's good, right? But what do I know? <laughs> it's a beautiful countryside too. That's what it is. My favorite part. I was reading an article about the Olympics, and they're talking about uh, earlier in the. In the um, in the qualifying for women's hockey, uh, one team beat another team 18 to nothing. We beat our women's hockey team beat China 12 to one. Yep. But this blew wow. my mind. There was some uh, 12 to one. There was some Olympic uh, prelim uh, qualifier, not in the Olympics, but a prelim qualifier. A women's hockey team beat another. I think it was a Slovak team 82 to nothing. That's ridiculous. And yeah, since I heard that stat, I, I'm trying to think of a more impressive blowout. You know, 82 to nothing in hockey. I remember you have when, to be a really shitty goalie. No, you don't even. Have, <laughs> I, I feel like you, if you pulled your goalie the entire game, it would be tough to score 82 points. Yeah, I, exactly. Even if you took an NHL team against this women's Slovak team and had them pull their goalie, 82 goals is a lot of goals. How? I would just. I want to get in the guy's head, the center's head. It, you're up 81 to nothing. They 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 drop the puck and you're you're still checking. How do you even care anymore? Well, it's a chick too. You got to think about it. It's some just brutish part, like you know, Eastern right. so German. The, you assume the other team, they're all on the rags, so probably, that's gonna hurt them. That's probably yeah. what it is. The, the, you know, once once the girls get together, their cycles combine. I think I think what it was, it's one of these Eastern European countries, which you know aren't aren't really that far along as far as the women's lib movement. <laughs> like they're just you know learning how to read and drive cars to the stadium. <laughs> but man, I wish I could have videotaped this 82 to nothing slaughter, or you know had the coach mic'd up. All right, uh, yeah, keep your head up. Uh. Yeah, like like the the female goalie's got like oven mitts and that's it. She's all unprepared. Like the other teams are playing with wooden spoons and shit. How can that happen? 82 in hockey, especially. You're, it's a 60-minute game. That means you're averaging, a, you know, a goal or more a minute. Yeah. It takes a it takes a certain amount of time just to get the puck down the <laughs> I mean, ice. It must have just been like goal after goal after like drop the puck goal, drop the puck goal. The <laughs> Mighty Ducks. When they were their worst, they lost what nine nothing, yeah. and that was against the uh, the rich team that had all the good equipment. <laughs> exactly. uh, brand new skates and everything. Mm. Now who beat the Slovak team? I don't know. I for, I didn't uh, I didn't get that piece of information unfortunately. Um, did I? Every time I uh, hear about the Olympics, it reminds me of uh, my story of a of a brushing with the Olympian. I think I've told this story a few times. I don't know if I've ever told it on air, but. I uh, I used to be a swimmer, guys. I used to be a swimmer, and um, <laughs> swam for a uh, local swim team out in Colorado. And when I was eight years old, um, on my swim team, 18-year-old woman, Amy Van Dyken. I don't know if you know Amy Van Dyken. She went on to win multiple gold medals in swimming. We were on the same team. We were called the Wahoos. She ended up uh, dating our swim coach, and that same year. At the awards banquet, she got 18-year-old most valuable player. 
and I got eight-year-old most improved. I still Ooh, have that trophy at home. Nice. So I've I've gotten a trophy with an Olympic athlete. Can you say that, Logan? I cannot say that. All right. I just wanted to prove that I was uh, better than Logan. I don't know why. <laughs> I just I wrote this story down to impress Carrie, but uh, she's not here. And why do you I'm really impressed. have to? Why do you really have to impress her? She's a uh, coked yeah, out skank yeah, by can, all. Can't you just have a bag of powder and be like, look what I have? <laughs> And then this whole the whole interview would just go. Isn't that weird though? In my head, I guess I view I view her being like if she was a cokehead, somehow that's a lot a lot less creepy than meth head. Oh, For some meth, reason meth is the worst. Meth really is like a whole nother level. And uh, you know, and I watched that. Like show. a cokehead is obnoxious, but a meth head is like just scary. Bottom, bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I saw the show and like Dr. Drew came to her house and she was just like sm- I guess she was smoking meth. Straight up just smoking it to the face. Like, wow. That, that's like one step away from shooting up. You know what I mean? That's pretty bad. Well, yeah. She got kicked out of sex rehab because she couldn't focus. Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't do group. She oh, Yeah, she also got kicked out of uh, celebrity rehab at one point or for punching a cameraman. She also cost one person at the rehab center a job because they got so mad at her. They ended up, uh, you know, freaking out on her. And I guess, you know, pulling her hair. Yeah. I guess they can't, you know, the people that work there obviously can't freak out on the people. Yeah. yeah. But just imagine all the people that have gone through that clinic and no one has. Yeah. No one. I'm sure. I'm sure people wanted to push Jeff Conway down a flight of stairs, but nothing. (laughs) Somehow he made it through. I mean, people do. I mean, she's a little tiny girl. She's probably only been doing drugs for probably a year or so. You know, there's there's guys who've been smoking meth and shooting meth for ten years, and those guys are trying to get clean. They're not getting anybody fired. They're not getting kicked out of rehab. Now, this is the only thing that she's famous for at all. No, she, I think she. Show. Well, she was a she was an Oregon beauty queen or like Miss Oregon or something like yeah. that. Then she lost her title because she posed in Playboy. And that kind of. Um, I thought she was. I thought she was like Miss Teen America or something. Oh, like maybe yeah. It was, well, she was from Oregon, and yeah. then yeah, Miss Teen America or something. It was a pretty big title. Which Miss Teen America is way harder than Miss America just because they put teen <laughs> in it. Yeah, for some <laughs> reason, <laughs> just throwing in teen. So much harder. But yeah, she then she lost that because she posed in Playboy. She lost, you know, was dethroned, lost her crown, and then she was in a sex video. Um, but she wasn't having sex. She was just hanging out in a bathtub with another actress and an, another actor. And, uh, you know, supposedly uh, it's a sex video where they don't actually have sex, which is lame, so yeah, it's, which is that, that much more frustrating. <laughs> Are they just year. hanging out naked pretty much? Yeah. You know, like watching well, someone there's, else. There's, there's probably like bubbles over all the good and naughty parts. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not really, if you're looking for, uh, it's kind of pure hot action. Yeah. Not it, much if fun. you're looking to take care of some business, you're going to be very frustrated. <laughs> well, speaking of taking care of business, you know, who did take care of business? The good people who brought you the uh, song "We Are the World" they they uh, brought in that song to raise awareness for Haiti. In case they you, did it, they did you, it. In case you haven't heard anything about this Haiti, I heard and, something down there. Is bad. Yeah, something. I don't. I don't know something. About it. First off, here's here's what I know about natural disasters. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't know why I couldn't pronounce that. <laughs> Look, all right, yeah, sure, it's bad to have a natural disaster, but hey. Four years from now, your NFL team is going to be a Cinderella story when the Super Bowl that will heal the city. So, Haiti, you have that to look out for. I, uh, I, you know, everyone wanted to critique the song or whatever, and, you know, whatever. The song's not great, but they're doing it for charity. I did find it was weird that um, the guy couldn't, you know, like T-Pain and whatever, 
some of the rappers, they couldn't turn off the auto-tune for the song. I, I feel like it's a class act to turn the auto. You're doing a you're doing a serious song. It's hard to take a guy serious when he's singing in auto tune. See, I'm not even I'm even fine with that. They're just slightly digitally altering it. But when T Pain comes on with the serious auto tune. We are the children. The children who have mechanical robot voices. <laughs> I mean, doesn't that, you know, at first when I hear that, I think of, oh, hey, yeah, he did that same voice in the Bud Light commercial at the Super Bowl. Like, you know, when he was asking, pass, yeah. pass the guacamole. Wait, that song is to help the robot voice children? I don't want to help them. I assume so. I assume, <laughs> I assume it's some sort yeah. of uh, Skynet funding program. <laughs> and also, it, it takes... Bringing up T-Pain, it allows me to point out that T-Pain, I know I might sound like an old cantankerous crank here, but to me he's just a, uh, he's a poor man's Peter Frampton. Yeah, see, Peter Frampton, man. He was talking through pickups, modulating his voice before T-Pain was born. His guitar is talking to me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> see, T-Pain brought it to the serious side. He brought it to some cha- to charity, you know? T-Pain Yo, brought it to the streets, you People know? of Haiti, do you feel <laughs> like I do? That would sound a little sound a little weird, right? Am I wrong? No, definitely right. Am I wrong? No, of course I'm not wrong. You know what I'm not wrong about? Not wrong about the the great sponsors that we have at this program, Logan. That's right. <laughs> sure, it's nice to do things for Haiti, but how's that going to help you? Why don't you support a charity that really needs you? The Green no, Room. You should help, tri- you should okay. help Haiti. All right, help Haiti a little bit. You know, okay, fine. Help Haiti. Help Haiti. Help yourself. <laughs> Reward yourself after right. you help Haiti. Exactly. Yeah, you Amazon. did. Right. That's a great point, Logan. After you generously donate to Haiti, you can do something for yourself. You earned it. You earned a uh, well-priced <laughs> CD at great prices through Amazon. Perhaps a DVD. They even have Grateful Dead Monopoly. I don't know. I don't know if the band can sell out <laughs> any more than that. Even as a Grateful Dead fan, that's that's a little. Sh- I mean. Uh, not really fighting for capitalism, if I remember uh, much of the '60s. Like one day, guys, we're gonna get a jam band together so we can sell it, so we can monopolize our name literally by attaching it to a Monopoly game. But I'm being literal when I say they have great stuff over at Amazon. <laughs> they do. They do. You I'm not gonna. Really I'm not gonna insult your intelligence by listing all the amazing online deals they have there because I know you're you're well aware of them. As a loyal Green Room listener, you're gonna check that out. And all you got to do is go to shantygreen.com, click the Amazon link, bookmark that link. And then all you do, whenever you're buying stuff off Amazon, you just click there. You can get MP3s. Great price on MP3s. Uh, they're actually beating iTunes in prices on MP3s. So, uh, you know, make sure you do that. Make sure you check it out. And if you get a chance, uh, fill out the listener survey. Uh, we're trying to get more sponsors, and I, I appreciate the listenership, and the, the survey helps us out. So thank you, guys. Thank you. If I had that sweet uh, Peter Frampton voice, I would be doing it right now for the, the listeners of the green room. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Adam, uh, let's hear about your life. What have you been up to, man? 
I, um, some some interesting stuff lately. All right. Um, actually, <laughs> it's a great witty repartee. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Yesterday I was. Uh, I'm looking for a new job because I'm a personal assistant and that is the worst job. Right. Exactly. Like, uh, a personal assistant for a rich woman who is just the c the c word and she you know like terrible. I don't want to talk about that. Bad okay. Memories. Right. Uh, so I'm looking, yeah, I mean, so I'm looking for a new job on Craigslist. And you I, don't you don't strike me as the personal assistant material. No no no, no offense to you as a man, but <laughs> you know normally uh, they're. Really, kind of a, a type A personality, super organized. Yeah, that's not not a uh, reggae loving uh, potheads <laughs> who, you know, just like grooving yeah. for a while. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes I need some groove time. You know what I mean? Right. Man enjoys grooving. He doesn't. He doesn't need to listen to your crap, old lady. So you're looking for Adam, another. Did gig. you run that screener to Warner Brothers? Oh hey, man, man, I'm grooving I, right now. Yeah, I'm grooving, bonging it. No. <laughs> so I was on Craigslist looking for a job. And I come across this, this ad for a... Sorry, real quick. Yeah. Not a lot of personal assistants have a Virginia is for lovers tattoo on their forearm. That's true. That's true. That is, that is, that is definitely very true. Okay. So you're... Sorry to interrupt. You're looking, looking for work on Craigslist. Looking, looking, for, looking work, for gigs. Looking for gigs. Looking, looking for stuff. And I come up upon this um, this ad for the new newlywed game, Engaged Edition. And it's asking for new couples to come on the show to win a honeymoon. And I'm thinking, I got a live-in girlfriend. Right. Not, not engaged, but I'm pretty good at forging shit. Exactly. So I fill out the application, thinking whatever, not telling my girlfriend. She, some lady calls me today. This is yesterday. The lady calls me today, asking me if, if me and my girlfriend can come in on Monday, which is three days away, for an interview, and the audition process. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's totally cool. As I'm texting my girlfriend to ask if it's okay, like I didn't tell her. So you, this is, uh, they're just redoing the newlywed game, but they're doing an engaged. Engaged. Like probably they want younger couples. They want, you know. And so I sent him a picture with me and I like showed my tattoos, thinking, look, you want the edgy guy? That's <laughs> right. me. You got the edgy comic. See, d- exactly. The the direct opposite resume you send out for personal assistance. <laughs> this is what you send out for the newlywed engaged game. Exactly. Showing my tattoos. I'm a wild like, guy. I'm a wild guy. I smoke weed. I'm crazy. I don't want to settle down, but the new, but you know, the old lady, I love her too much to let her go. <laughs> now, did this come to shock to your uh, your girlfriend Beth that you? Yeah, got- she uh, she thought it was funny because she knew that I'm just trying to scam a free trip out of somebody. You know what I mean? Because usually they send them to you know, Hawaii or the Bahamas and right, you know, quote unquote your honeymoon. Yeah, and I'm not gonna pay for that because Beth so- Beth's been asking me like, let's travel, bitch. That takes money. <laughs> yeah, <All> exactly. Right. <laughs> so now, but you're not really engaged. I imagine it is a game show. They must have some sort of rules and regulations. How are you gonna get by the fact that you're not actually engaged? You have no legitimate plans to get married. Well, that, well, what, what happened is I told him that we were getting married December 4th. So the lady's like, you have to have some kind of proof. Now, how'd you come up with that? Because she said um, in the ad, it said sometime between June 1st and December 31st. And I was like, I'm gonna pick one of the last couple weeks of December. Right. So maybe you have more time to more time to get on the show before we're actually married. Right. And so I give her December 4th, and she's like, Oh, well, um, we just need some kind of proof. And I'm like. I freeze. I was like, I, uh, I'm sure my fiance has all that stuff taken <laughs> care of. She has all my paperwork. Yeah, she has all the paperwork. She's she's handling that. I'm the money guy as my personal assistant <laughs> job. My exactly. Fifteen dollar an hour. In job. all reality, you, you're not handling money or paperwork. <laughs> yeah, nothing. So I come to come to the realization that my sister owns a farm in, in Virginia, and she has like an indoor riding rink arena for horses. Really? That she rents out. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna call her and I call my mom. So wait, this is an indoor like indoor riding arena for, for for horses. Oh, okay. So like they do shows Jumps and contests, and, yeah, shows and okay. stuff. And she rents it out. So I, I call my mom and I'm like, mom. Well, for, let me preface this by a year year and a half ago, I got married in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, let's get into that. Well, yeah. here we'll wrap this story up and then okay. we'll get into that story. So I called my mom and I was like, mom, I uh. 
this is gonna sound crazy, but don't worry. My mom's like, Adam, nothing you sound you said sounds crazy anymore. <laughs> all right, we were over that. I'm like, all right, so I'm I'm gonna be on the newlywed show possibly for engaged couples, and I'm like, don't worry, I'm not engaged this time. I'm not getting married again. And she's like, oh, well, what, are you gonna win a free trip? My mom thinks just like me. Like, yeah, right. Free trip, exactly. Boom. Scam. Yeah, scam them. So I call my sister after that, and my sister's like, yeah, I'll I'll fax you the, um, because I'm at my office working right, my personal exactly. assistant job. So I'm like, so I have a fax machine because obviously I have a fax machine, and uh, so she faxes me this like rental agreement. I fill it out and now I copied it and it looks like it's my copy of a rental agreement for this indoor arena. Nice. So boom, there's my legit reason of getting married. So you're auditioning. All right. Now this is, I mean, while you're scamming the idea of you guys getting married, this is a legitimate relationship. Um, but like you alluded to, this is not the. You've been married before. Can I'm you actually, describe? I'm actually still legally married. <laughs> well, yeah, are I, you yeah, worried? Separated. All right, what happened? all right, separated. All right, we got it. We got a couple minutes here. Adam, take us through um, beginning to end of how you got married. All right. Uh, I guess it was last November. I was going to Vegas for the comedy festival, and I was I wasn't performing. I was just going to party and, and go there and hang out. And uh, my ex girlfriend knew. I was gonna go there, and she. Okay, now describe this ex-girlfriend to people who don't. My ex-girlfriend is this crazy Swedish like musician. Like she's literally like five two. She's I mean she's a hot chick, but insane. Right. I if, mean insane. If you saw her, you'd be like, oh okay, that's why Adam's doing all this crazy stuff or putting up with her crap. She's she's a very yeah. good looking girl, but Completely yeah, that's a great insane. great way to describe her. Okay, so, so she I, knows that so you're going knows, to she Vegas. Knows, she knows I'm going to Vegas, so I go to Vegas with my buddy who's a comic from the back east. And we're driving up partying, and next thing I know, she shows up at, like, the lobby of Caesar's Palace, which is where the comedy festival was. Okay, so how did she know that you were going to Caesar's Palace? Well, cause, I mean, or I, how did she know you were going to the comedy well, festival? Because we, we were dating at the, before this. Oh, okay. And so she, knew, and, she knew, and I and I went the year before, and I told her about where I was partying and where I like to, where I like to hang out with the comics and like, this little circle bar in Caesar's Palace. I'm hanging out at the circle bar with all these comics like Tony Rock and all these people just getting drinks, and she walks up, and I was like, what the fuck? And she's with a couple of her friends, and my buddy was leaving the next day, and so we started hanging out, and and it was it was, it was it was cool. It was like we were just being friends, and then she came gave me this whole sob story about how she was going to be deported because she's a Swedish right. citizen. Right. See, that's what – yeah, you're saying uh, she's from Sweden. She doesn't have citizenship, so yeah, she so starts she, laying the guilt trip me, on you. And she gives me the guilt trip when I'm freaking hammer-timed on alcohol. I'm sure there might have been some hallucinogenics involved. Right, other substances. You're partying. Um, I'm partying in Vegas style. I got my suit okay. on. I'm looking good. And <laughs> and throughout the night, like, we're gambling. We're winning all this money and just hanging out, being friends. And she keeps laying this stuff on me. And I'm like, well, what, what, what can I do? She's like, well, let's, she mentions marriage. At like three in the morning, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll marry you if you stay in the country. Why not?" Like, oh man! So, so then we go to try to get married, <laughs> and the place was Why closed because it was Sunday. Like the only night they close early is like on Sunday from twelve to like six are closed. Okay, so for you know for crazy people like yourself, hey, give you some time to give me sober time up. To sober up, but instead of sobering up, I go back and do more substances and alcohol. Right. And then eight in the morning, we go back and get married. <laughs> No wait. Describe describe the chapel. Do you have a best man? Oh, no, How, no, no, take me no, through yeah. the actual so, ceremony. So, so we go to the, the the actual like judge, like not the judge, but like a the city hall or whatever to get our marriage license. And I'm like I'm in this line. There's other people in the line just as drunk as me. They're all we're swaying in line and at the city hall, like cops are walking by. I'm it's only in Vegas. Can you be? This is eight o'clock in the morning. Eight, in eight Vegas. in the morning. Can you be hammered in a city hall and not cops not even care? 
So wait, now hold on real quick. You said at three o'clock you were drunk and she just said, Hey, let's get married. But come on, she had to do something to entice well, she you. She was talking about it the whole time. You okay. Know what I mean? And and she was like egg- egging me on and talking about how she's got this bet budding singing career and all this other bullshit and, <laughs> and What was there a point where like it snapped like, Okay, I'll cave, I'll marry you. Was there something that yeah. happened? No, it was just it was just oh, oh what mainly did it is I, I put a bunch of money on in roulette. I put like thirty bucks on one number and I was like, if this hits, I'll marry you. Like there's that's one in thirty five. One in thirty five, that's a safe bet. Do you know what I mean? I was like, it'll hit. And like I guess the dealer heard me say this. Oh, okay. So it spins and it was it was my number, eleven, boom, it hits eleven, and I'm like I was in shock. She's freaking out. The Lucky 11, yeah. America, and, America, and every, America. And everyone around me is freaking out. Uh, like, they go crazy. And the, and the dealer's like, are you going to do it? And I was like, do what? And and, she, and he's like, marry her. You said you're going to marry her. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, And, of course, in my substance, plus the guy's handing me, like, thousands of dollars in chips. I'm like, let's do it. Let's okay, so, do it. all right, you're intoxicated. You even try to sleep it off a little bit, but you instead of doing that, you go back, you keep partying, you get to the uh, the court at eight o'clock in the morning. Was it actually even a chapel at all? Or you, no, 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 it was no. just the walk. So, up? so we walk up and we get the the license, and then we take that license to a chapel. Oh, okay. So, so you have to get the the license, which is like in downtown uh, yeah, Las downtown Vegas. Yeah, downtown Las Vegas, okay. skeezy part of town, and we walk across the street to the Las Vegas Vegas Wedding Chapel. That's nice. what it's called, the straight-up Las Vegas Wedding Chapel. It's like in the movie Hangover, man. It really was. We walk in, and the, and this, this chick's like, hi, I'm your wedding planner. I'm like, really, bitch? <laughs> what? That's <laughs> the irony planner. of the wedding planner at the walk-up yeah. wedding chapel. <laughs> Clearly, we're not planning. <laughs> she was so bad. She's like... What did they... Did they pitch, like, different options Yeah, they to pitched you? all these expensive-ass options, and I was like, can we just get married? <laughs> No pictures, no like, video, no, no pictures, no like chapel. Like she's like, yeah, well you can stand in front of this waterfall. Like, you know how they have those like portable waterfalls that you can, like plug in. Yeah, it's like one of those type of things. With, like, what was like the high roller package? Because that's, oh, they had, that's almost funnier that the person like has the last minute wedding at the very last second, but still splurges yeah, on the big package. I mean, they had t- tuxes and dresses you could rent, like white dresses. For so what'd you get married in? What were you wearing? I was actually wearing this exact shirt. <laughs> This He's wearing green, a, uh, a green, green plaid white button up, like short flannel. sleeve. Um, sh- I-, I was wearing shorts because I was in Vegas. Right, it's hot. And like um, a Redskins baseball cap. I took the the, the hat off for the wedding. Like, okay, I'm a well, you're a classy guy. You know. And that- she was, um, and my ex was wearing like a t-shirt and some shorts and shoes. Okay, so you get in there, you plan on not planning. They take a picture or whatever, and then do you walk down an aisle? Is there's, there music? There's, there's no aisle. We literally stood in front of this like, gay waterfall with like other people. This is like in the, the the lobby of the wedding place. So other people were like checking in, like yeah, so I have arrangement, and the lady's like reading us our vows. And I was like, is this happening right now? I'm still fucking gone. And we go, we we get married, we we leave the place. Like it took the marriage everything took 10 minutes we were there for a half an hour like the marriage took 10 minutes at the most we signed our stuff got a copy of it blah 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 paid up walked out sat in the car for about a half an hour and did not speak to each other (laughs) (laughs) I looked at her she looked at me we were both like what the F did we just do and then I well she was but I mean come on that was in her that was her uh, mo yeah, that, from that, beginning exactly. so that was her whole she thing. maybe she doesn't want to yell touchdown and yeah. spike the uh, wedding yeah. certificate to make you seem like a schmuck but 
you know, that was probably her MO from the beginning. It's like, oh, hey, for sure. I'll get them all, well, all she, messed up. And she was working in a, in a youth hostel when I met her because they used to do comedy there. Right. And, like, she came up to me. Like, what girl comes up to me? Like, you know what I mean? A girl like, looks like oh, that comes right. up to me. You're like, a nice guy, but. Yeah, but I'm not, like, fuck, I'm, I'm a 275-pound dude. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I fart, right, that's I a fart fair a way lot. To... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a gentleman in the, in the least. You're no Colin Hanks. No, but, not, um, no. You do all right for be? yourself. Who can be? So, all right. So when you get back, describe the impact of of what you come back to after you had this impromptu marriage that <laughs> I remember, you know, getting a text message or something like, dude, I'm married now. And I was like, what? Yeah, it was, it was pre- I, I came back, actually, I went to you guys' garage. Right. Because I had to go pick up. My dog from my current girlfriend. Right. See, that's that, a, that's a kind of a part of the story. You forgot who, that. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah. I was definitely dating someone else. I mean, we weren't. Da- we were seeing each other. Yeah, you're you know seeing mean? each other. We were having fun. We were not. Nothing was exclusive. But I definitely shouldn't have went to Vegas and came home <laughs> married. Like, well, she was watching my dog. I had to go pick up my dog from her and tell her that I got married. Like, that's just supposed so to have been bad. such an awkward conversation. Like, honey, I know, I know it stays in Vegas normally, but I, I got to tell you, something yeah. went down. What? Did you lose all your money? No, no, it wasn't that. Would you get with a prostitute? No, no, it's not that. Would you just hook up with some random chick? No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's pretty much the exact conversation. And then I was like, I got married. And she's like, to, to so-and-so? And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, why don't you go fuck her then? And like stormed off. And, and I was oh, just, dude. I well, I mean, so, he... Yeah, no, I felt terrible. Believe me. I, yeah, you got off easy. I, I at least went there and I, I told her straight up right when it happened. That like, wasn't, you know, you yeah, know you I mean? manned like, up I, to it. I, I, I mean, I, I a marriage is a hard thing to hide. So I feel it like... really is. So I, I, and I wouldn't hide anything from Beth because I really do care about her. But um, I obviously was, you know, it was a bad judgment. And it was it was stupid to think that I could help out my ex-girlfriend like that. Right. And, and not get in trouble. Like, I thought I was just helping her out. So now what's the current state of affairs? The current state is that we are legally separated. You have to wait in California you have to wait six months. Like you put your separation thing in, you wait six months, and then you send them in. So it's actually right around my birthday. I get to send it in. So right around my birthday, March 20th, when we're in Vegas, I'll be free again. All right. Well, free again. <laughs> but you Vegas. still have – you're still uh, with that same girl and yeah. uh, th- things seem to be going good. So it, it has a happy ending. So yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And best of luck on – so now, now you're in a whole nother scam <laughs> yeah. that revolves marriage. So best of luck with your new marriage scam. All right. Well, that uh, that seems to be a good way to go out on. Uh, Adam, where can people check you out? Uh, tomorrow night, Wax and Ajax show at M Bar in Hollywood. It's at great 10 show. PM. Wax it's be, it's is uh, amazing. Wax provides the music for Dragon the program. Dragon Boy Suede, DJ Doug Pound, Facebook Adam Jacobs. Very funny comedians. Logan, you got a haiku for us? I got it. Yeah. Olympic cowbells. Adam's got the marriage scam. <laughs> Go long with extends. <laughs> yes. Wow, well done, Logan. Well I like put it. together. I like it. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in the program. All right. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday, 8 o'clock, on LA Talk Radio. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and subscribe to the show on iTunes.